0: Hi, my name is Kayleigh Frost. I'm the Head of Clinical Support at Health Assured and you're listening to Peace of Mind. Today, I'm joined by Saj. Again, hi Saj. Hi. And we're talking about finding happiness. Um, now, Saj, you're well-versed in the, the world of the podcast recordings now, so thank you so much for joining me again. No problem. Uh, but thank you so much for the preparation, if anyone can see this on the table. Saj has come very, very prepared. Um but we're gonna talk about happiness. And this is a really broad brush topic, but we're gonna go straight in by getting your definition of what happiness is, Saj.
1: Yeah. I think when it comes to happiness, I think it's such a a big subject. Because when you ask me, you know, talk about happiness, am I?
0: Happiness? (laughs) What
1: do you want to talk about? But I think once I've started doing some research or looking into it, it's quite fascinating, actually. Uh, That's why I got all all these sheets here in front of me. Uh, But when you say, what is happiness? I've got a couple of definitions. Okay, So when it comes to happiness, some people will say it's kind of feeling or showing pleasure or contentment. Mm -hmm. Some will say it's like a positive emotional experience. Others will say it's a mixture of... Of uh, positive emotional experiences and a deeper sense of meaning and purpose in life. Okay, mm-hmm. now when you break it down, when you look at in terms of the psychologists and the philosophers, they break it down into two school of thoughts. Believe it or not, when it comes to happiness, yeah, yeah. one is called hedonia. Okay, okay. posh word, Okay, which is kind of pleasure. Okay? okay, so this is whatever you do for happy. It's about the life goal is to experience happiness and to reduce the amount of pain. So, okay. so from, from that school of thought, it's all about having fun, Yeah, you know, chilling out and that's basically their understanding of it. The second school of thought is called eudaimonia, right?
0: Oh, oh hey. Look yeah. at
1: you. Yeah. And this one is basically, it's about doing what is worth doing. Yeah. Okay. It's about what will flourish you, what will thrive, what, what, some kind of, kind of feeling, some kind of meaning, some kind of, yep. some kind of purpose. Okay. So that's how I think it's. It's kind of fine. So it's
0: almost like happiness with an agenda. Yes. Like there's an agenda to Definitely.
1: it. Definitely. Yeah. And even a third school of thought is kind of spiritual, where it's meditation, yeah. there's mindfulness. It's kind of sometimes it can be worship, but sometimes it could be like higher being. So some people live their life and get happiness through that. Okay. Yeah. So so when you look at it, happiness, it's that way. But for everyone, it's different. For some people, you know, being happy can be family. Sometimes it can be in terms of work. Sometimes it yeah. can be financial security. It could yes. be many different things. But when I look at happiness, I think it's two parts really one is the everyday things that you do that make you happy and one is kind of having more of a deeper meaning like a deeper thought like a philosophy like what your values are you know what you stand for uh what do you want to achieve in life what what kind of makes you tick okay so then you can set your life goals according to and that's what's going to make you more happier okay do you, so think,
0: do you think there's, sorry, Saj, do you think there's a misunderstanding or um, a grey area between happiness and perfection?
1: Yeah, yeah, because there's no such thing as perfection. Yeah. Okay, I tried my hair, but it didn't <laughs> work, you yeah. But when it comes to perfection, it's, and that's part, I think, you know, where we talked in one of the earlier ones, perfection and perfectionism or being a perfectionist. You know, it's where, it's where there's a lack of self-esteem. Yeah. is where you have a failure of making mistakes, of getting things wrong. So everything has to be perfect because mm-hmm. then, you've, then you think you're a failure. Then you think you're stupid. Then you start to hate yourself. Then that self-hatred kind of kicks in. But happiness, it's about enjoyment. It's about joy. It's about having a purpose. It's about living a life that is meaningful. Yeah, okay. So, so I would say there's a big difference.
0: When you speak to people, in practice, or on the helpline, and they are in a state where they're very low, yeah. perhaps depressed, um, and they are very set that there's nothing good. There's nothing good in their life. They can't find happiness or joy in anything. How do you approach that? What's like your plan of action that kicks into into motion?
1: I think there's there's a lot of ways to kind of look at it, okay? In terms of, so first of all, then it's about going into that deeper element of what makes them happy. So in terms of what are their values, you know, what what is important to them in their life? Yeah, Is it personal, professional development? Is it financial security? Is it family? Is it children? Is it something that they feel means a lot? Is it integrity? Is it love? Is it romance? You know, what is it? What is it that makes that person who they are, okay? And then once you kind of understand that, then you can set the goals according to that. And I think when we go into a lot more detail, I think a lot of the times it's also the people that you have around you, okay? Uh, Because I was listening to a podcast a few weeks ago, there's a guy called Jay Shetty, and he's kind of a guru, kind of a monk, you know, I think. And he kind of mentions that, you know, for people to be happy, there's kind of four qualities that you need when you look in people, because a lot of the time when we talk to people, it's about relationships. They're not happy about, you know, uh, they've had a fallout or there's a divorce or there's something there that, that that they feel they're struggling with. So what we realize when when you're looking for people, there are four qualities that you try to look for that in in those people, and it's like a seventy-five percent rule. If you can get three out of four, okay, you're doing good. Okay, but most people there's only one or two. I feel quite
0: competitive. So
1: the the first one is care. Is that person caring? Does that person care for you? Does that care who you are, what you are? Does that care? So for a lot of times it can be like my mum. You know, every time she sees me, have you eaten? Have you done this? Have you done that? Yeah. Okay. So she cares. Okay. The second one is uh, being competent. Okay. So if I wanted advice on social media, I want to go to my mum. Okay, as much as I love her, okay, so it wouldn't. So, has that someone got a skill that you can go to, whether it's IT, right? If I want to do like a podcast, you know, has that person got that skill or competency to help me? Yeah. The third one is character. Yeah. Okay, so, you know, because sometimes you could be competent, but you could be a bit of a rubbish person. Okay, has that person got empathy? Has that person got. You know, uh, compassion has a person got understanding. Okay. And the fourth one is consistency. Yeah. Okay. You could be competent. You could be caring. Okay. And all that, but they're never there. Okay. So consistency is that person consistent. So if I need to speak to someone, you know, they're always there. You know, if I need to kind of, I'm, I'm actually moving my house, they'll be there or I'm having a bit of a hard time. You know, they'll be there. So when you're looking for people, but I think the key thing here is, is not to look, see, well, well, he's caring, but he hasn't got this. So it's focusing on what they have got, not not what they haven't. And if and then looking at the people in your life and say, right, how many of my people, my partner, my friend, my parents, how many do they have these four qualities? Yeah. And it's a 75% rule. Most people have probably two or three. Okay. And uh, some people, if they haven't got any, or if they've got one, then it's about looking at, you know. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because the company you keep makes a big difference. Because when you're going through hard times, who are you listening to? Who is influencing? You? Yeah. And if it's the wrong people, the wrong company, then you got to go with your gut reaction. Then you got to do what what works for you. Yeah. Okay. So, but you're thinking about oh, my
0: boyfriend. My I yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh no one, no one's four out of four, unfortunately. <laughs> but so, so thinking about like what happiness is, do you think that? Um, again, that misconception so is it happiness or perfection. People think happiness is about tangible things you know material items achieving something that they can you know like hold touch, whatever but happiness should be seen as a a sense almost yeah do you think
1: I think when it when you look at that, I think the important thing is you know uh, what stops us from being happy? Okay, If you look at the obstacles of happiness, yeah, it's fear. Fear of what might people think, fear of being judged, fear of not being liked, fear of what might happen, fear of being isolated, fear of failure, fear of rejection. So because of these fears, what do we do? We turn to avoidance. We kind of be harsh on ourselves. We kind of don't like ourselves. We kind of, you know, uh, do things which are detrimental to our physical mental health so yeah. so what else actually stops us from uh, being happy you know and when we're anxious you know we're overthinking we're catastrophizing what else negative thoughts you know you mind read what people are thinking you catastrophize you jump to conclusions okay uh, also when you look at when you look at what stops us you know uh, from being happy is lack of boundaries you know mm-hmm. you're in a relationship and you know there's gaslighting you're not recognizing it. there's coercive control. Okay. There's no empathy. There's no compassion. Okay. Uh, they're kind of belitting you they, you know, they're doing these things. It means that boundaries are being, you know, broken. Yeah. And that's another reason why, you know, uh, you're not happy, but, but it's what's stopping you from being happy because then that could lead to, you know, because of these things, there's trauma, yeah. you know, and then there's a lot of symptoms there. So the key thing is asking yourself, what's stopping me from being happy? Okay, and if it's these things, then it's about, okay, what can be done? Okay, so, so so there's a lot of things that can be done. So a lot of the things that, that I always come across is gratitude. Yeah. Okay, it's about appreciating what you have around you. But when there's gratitude, there are different ways to do it. You can do like a gratitude diary. Yeah, yeah, you can write down one thing that you like, one thing that you think you've done well, uh, one thing that you feel uh you've done well on, yeah. and also one thing that you feel that, you know, uh, also... One thing that you've learned and one thing that you could have done differently. Because it's interesting because I had someone on the call today. I think I uh, told you about it, yeah? yeah. And uh, they said, yeah, you're like Kaylee that you were speaking to. Yeah, yeah, what she was saying about the Gratitude Diary. I think you were writing all the negative, negative points down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so then he goes, you know, you listen to that podcast and he goes that now what I'm doing is I'm not writing down the negative. I'm writing yes. down the positives. So with gratitude is, you know, every day, you know, what are the three things that I enjoy today? What are the three things yeah. that, that went well today? But also there's like a gratitude jar, you know, you can yeah, put in, yeah. you know, some compliments and you can put them down. There's a gratitude box where you can write about compliments about other people in your life and you can put them in the box. Yes. There's a gratitude uh, tree, believe you or not, where you can do little leave cards and then you can write three things that you, that you, you know, enjoyed in your day or three things that you liked and then you put it on that tree. So the whole idea is, is that when you have gratitude, you have compassion, you have empathy, you kind of uh, appreciate what you have in your life, but you also kind of then uh, make time for yourself. Yes. Because one thing that I've noticed is is that we make time for everyone else. If you look at your diary, yeah. they'll be like, you know, for everyone else, oh, yes. but we don't make time for ourselves. Yeah. So I think the key thing is is making five minutes of time for yourself, making time in that diary for my self-care, making yes. time for, you know, that heck that massage, yeah. you know, that meditation, that mindfulness or that book. Okay. Because yeah. that is what's going to help you to, uh, not just be happy, but it's going to make sure that it's continuous because yeah. like I said earlier, you can watch football and you could be happy, but watching, you know, you're not always happy, but, <laughs> but you know, so what can happen is some things you'll get joy kind of temporary. Yeah. But it's about looking at the more meaningful things, okay? Now, there's something that I read uh, which was about flow states. Oh. And I never came across this and I found this quite flow fascinating. States. Flow, yeah. No, like, flow, I don't know how yeah. you to, uh <laughs> <laughs> what to <you> do. But, <laughs> but I think what flow state is, is it's where you look at your skills yeah. and you look at your challenges, okay? And you look at, you know, where am I in my life? Am I in that part of my life where... Uh, I need to increase my skills, Yeah. okay? Or my part of that life where I need to kind of uh, uh, broaden my challenges. Because what happens is, if your skill is massive and your challenge is a bit, you're going to get bored. Yeah. You're going to be stuck. You're not going to make any progress in your your career. If the challenge is massive and your skill is a bit, you're going to feel overwhelmed. You're going to feel... So I think that flow state is kind of asking yourself... What's actually missing in my life at the moment? Yeah. You know, is there a skill? Do I need to develop something? Okay. Uh, or do I need to challenge myself more? Do I need to get out of my comfort zone? Yeah. Do I need to get into that feed zone? You know, do I need to kind of kind of push myself? Yeah. Okay. So so that's quite important. Because the reason why that's important, because then what happens is when you look at how you can be happy, okay, um there's one other thing that I really, really came across, which is the three L's,
0: three like L's, that. yeah. Three L's, you okay. love like an acronym, don't yes. you? Love this, yes, okay.
1: And it's and it's and, and, and I could really um, resonate to this, which was um, one is learn something,
0: so le- learn, yeah. okay. So every yeah. year
1: or every month or every week, learn something, yeah. okay. Whether it's a skill, whether it's something that you feel will develop you, yeah, okay. Once you've it, then you launch it. Okay, so you don't chuck it, but what you do is, for example, you spend months of times learning, right, I want to do really good podcasts. Yeah. So you learn how it works, the technology, the research, the marketing, and you've got a good understanding of it, then you launch it, then you do it. Yeah. Okay, and then you love it, okay, so then you get obsessed with it, okay. It's like, but those. I mean, what makes me happy is, you know, doing things that I enjoy, but also doing things that will help other people. Yeah. Okay, counselling love helping other people okay football coaching i've done for a while love it because you, you you're you actually coaching young people okay that puts a smile on the face but also i think it's when you want real happiness it's about doing something which is other than for yourself yes okay yeah. so which is you know volunteering whether it's charity work whether it's stuff that you feel you want to do in the community whether it's like uh you know uh you know there's trash on the streets. You, you, yeah, you, yeah. You, you want to clear that? Because what that does is, that goes back to gratitude because you're doing something not just for yourself, you're doing something for, that makes a difference to other people and it yeah. makes a difference to your community and it makes a difference to your society.
0: That's like one of the key, key because you know, like the NHS and stuff have the five key ways to well-being mind have it as well. It's something that we we, we talk a lot about um, and give that is the act of giving, whether that's giving money, that's fair enough. If you, you know, giving money to charity, giving your time—that's it. Giving your time and your attention, and you can never really do that without still feeling some kind of warmth, you know, return because you've enhanced someone's life in in some in some way. Um, you're putting yourself out, but it's not really putting yourself out. You're you're doing something that is. Re- Giving you a return on yeah. investment, on your time yeah, yeah. And, and, and your presence and stuff. It's a really good way of looking yeah, at it. Yeah, because
1: if you do something for... I mean, it's just like when we talk about self-compassion. Yeah. Okay. Because that's another thing that kind of stops us from being happy. Yeah. Because we put pressure on ourselves. Something goes wrong. Well, I'm stupid. I'm silly. Look at me. I'm da-da-da. Okay. When, when you look at self-compassion, it's about being kind to yourself. And I think one thing to take away is just imagine for a moment, if you spoke to yourself and you, you know, treated yourself the way you would treat someone that you love the most, okay? So if it's your partner, if it's your dad. Now, if your dad's made a mistake, you're going to say, what are you doing, man? You know, what no, would you're you? You've not met my dad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or if it's someone who you know, for example, wants to eat, if, if you say, well, I want to lose weight, but I want to eat, you know, three donuts for yeah. breakfast, Yeah. okay? Now, the way to look at it is the person that you love the most you know, whether it's your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother, yeah. you know, it's about saying I want to treat myself in the way that I would want them to treat themselves. Okay, because if they had three uh, donuts every morning, they're not going to be here for long, yeah, are they? Yeah, so, yeah. so it's about saying to yourself: is treating yourself like you would treat others. Because if you want empathy, yeah, show empathy to yourself. If you want compliments from others, give yeah. yourself compliments. If
0: that's you make it sorry to interrupt this actually make a really good point and again that's something that i resonate with because i spend a lot of time you know we work very closely i spend a lot of time giving to others and empowering others and you know giving great feedback and complimenting others and there are times when i'm not feeling particularly good in myself and i can be really self-deprecating and the amount of times my other half will say to me like do not talk to yourself in that way like you treat yourself awfully you know i'll look at myself and be like oh look at that disgusting slob you know you know like you know really <laughs> self-deprecating and be like oh and he'll say you look nice today and i am go oh no oh, i look disgusting and he's like well you just stop talking yeah. about yourself and that's when i'm not in a good space myself and you just become quite awful to yourself but you that do. can really go out of control and you could really start doing you know harm no, to you yourself. can
1: you can't i think there's something that I, when i was reading the other day was called the kindness model Okay, there's a lady you can YouTube it's called Sharu Izadi. Okay. okay She's kind of behavioral guru yeah. thing person. And uh, so she's wrote a book called The Kindness Model. Okay. okay And it's about to be happy it's about being kind to yourself. okay and, and I think what she kind of mentions mentions is is kind of, you know it's like you know how quick are we to kind of forgive ourselves. So for example, you're at home with someone and they've done something, uh, they've accidentally bumped into you or they've done something wrong, you know, they'll say, Sorry, you say, It's okay. You'll forgive them, okay? I hope, okay? Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: I would, I would. Just. Okay,
1: now, but what, what do we do? We do something wrong or we make a mistake and we mess something up. We're not very easy, we, we're harsh in yeah, okay? ourselves. So, yeah. again, the first point about the kindness model is treat yourself as you would treat other people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Secondly, is, you know, if you've done something wrong again rather than kind of being harsh on yourself okay it's about saying is if I've for example you drink too much alcohol for example okay rather than feeling bad that you used to drink alcohol so much it's about saying that used to be a coping method for you at one yeah. stage so now the think the way to think about it is be curious and say if I take that away what can I replace it with? Mm-hmm. Okay, whether it's drugs, whether it's porn, whatever it might be, if there's something there that you feel, that used to be a coping method, but it's not really good for me. Okay, so rather than feeling bad that you're in, in that you doing that bad habit, it's about if I took it away, how can I replace it? Because that's quite important. And I think the third part is, and this is I think the most important point, is when you are trying to make change yeah. and you're trying to improve, is preempt the fact that it's going to go wrong. Preempt the fact that you're going to mess up. Preempt the fact that you are going to be tempted. So you're trying to lose weight and then you've, you've had a pizza. So rather than beating yourself up, it's about saying, I've had a pizza. It's okay, but I've, I've lost a lot of weight. I'm, I'm making progress. So the key thing is about progress, not perfection. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and and that self-talk, you know, so I think as anyone's interested, I think, the kindness model, I think, will will go a long way, okay? Because what it will do is, it will get you to basically, you know, talk to yourself in a way that's going to help you to motivate you. Talk to yourself in a way where things are going difficult. You're not going to be harsh on yourself. You're going to carry on, okay? Yeah. And this links to, I think, uh, because what stops us a lot of the time from being happy is when we try to do something and we can't do it is lack of resilience, okay? Because with resilience, it's about bouncing back. It's about adjusting okay now you remember the last time we talked about the three p's didn't we oh yeah, yeah.
0: i can't remember what they are sorry <laughs> but for, for all the listeners you want to do a reminder
1: uh, yeah so the first one is permanence, permanence so anything goes yeah, wrong I need that one. it's not permanent it's temporary yeah okay something's happened it's temporary you've lost someone but that feeling of grief is temporary okay uh, your partner's left you they've left you but that feeling of grief and that separation is temporary so whatever you're going through the problem is not going to be there forever it's only going to be there for a short period so first thing is to bounce back it said to yourself that's only temporary not going to last forever secondly it's the biggest word i've ever used which is pervasiveness okay okay <laughs> <laughs> okay and that is you know don't blame yourself when something goes wrong okay meaning that you know uh if you're not good at something, rather say, well, I'm rubbish. I'm rubbish, at everything. I'm crap. No, it's you're just not good at one thing. So turn that limitation into a strength. Okay. And the third one is personalization, yeah. which is don't make things personal to yourself. Okay. But focus on things in your control. Okay. And I think that's quite important because when you do that, because you're going to have setbacks. Okay. Yeah. Good mental health is not that everything's amazing. Good mental health is, is that despite the challenges, Despite the difficulty, despite the ups and down, you're taking care of yourself, you're motivated, you keep going, yeah. you're eating, you're sleeping, you're resting, you're walking and your self-care is good and you're able to enjoy life, okay, despite the challenges. So that's why resilience is important. That's why the way that you talk to yourself is important. Yes. That's why, you know, uh, looking at your skills, looking at your challenges is, is important. Uh, but also that's why having that gratitude is also important as yes. well.
0: So I want to talk about the gratitude and strip it back because there's so, again, there's so many branches to finding happiness. And I think if you go back, if you're not sure where to start, you don't know what happiness means to you. I think if we go back to that gratitude point, that is going back to basics and focusing on the small things. Because because you're right, you mentioned happiness might be for you financial stability, but you can't just go want financial stability and then poof, it's appeared. There's going to be lots of steps potentially to get to that, but you need to focus on what is in your control whilst you're working on those longer term gains. It could be happiness to me is being two stone lighter or whatever, lower blood pressure and, you know, those things, but you've got to take little steps in life to get there. But just because you've got that end goal of what you think happiness is, you need to, I think, focus on the here and now and those little things that do give you brief, you know, bursts of joy, because if you're doing more of that, you're going to have sustained feelings of joy, which will feed into overall happiness and help you get to what your idea of happiness might be. So I think gratitude and, you know, we we talked before about the gratitude stuff and I've struggled to get on board and I found difficult ways. I'm sure lots of other people have the same thing, but it's tuning into what those little things in the day, your days, yeah. you know, your daily habits are. Like, it is because... You is, could, is, is it a cup of tea, a sugary cup of tea first thing in the morning that gives you a bit, you know, like those little things and yeah. being grateful and reminding yourself of those That's things.
1: And, and I think if you had a difficult day at work, everything's gone wrong. Yeah. So rather than going home and, you know, sitting there and feeling sorry for yourself and yeah. forcing yourself to watch United or whatever it might be, yeah? you know, it's about saying, okay... You know, when you look at gratitude, you look at, okay, what were the three positive things that yeah. happened today? Okay. Yeah, yeah. What did I enjoy today? What was I actually good at? Yeah. Okay. But also, what did I learn about my day today? Yeah. Why was I angry? Why was I miserable? Why was I a bit down the dumps? Yeah. So you
0: well, need to do some reflecting. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Self-reflection is massive. Because if you do that, then, and a lot of the times I think, and I do this as well, and, and I do this sometimes on the way back from work or on the tram, yeah. and it's like I talk to myself. People might think yeah. this guy's a bit bonkers. But I think <laughs> it's where it, that works for me. Because yeah. what I do is, like, if, if I've done this podcast, I, I might go now, have a kebab or whatever. And then what I might just think is, yeah, that was okay. I didn't say this. I forgot about this. So I'll reflect on it. And yeah. I think if you reflect on it, you will look at what was positive. You will look at what I could have improved on. You yeah. look at what I could have done different. And you'll take lessons away from it. Okay. And I think that that is, and with gratitude, it's, and I think whether it's a gratitude diary, whether it's a gratitude box, whether it's a gratitude tree, whether it's a jar, yeah. do it, just do one thing every day. Okay, yeah. and just dedicate that five minutes. And I think a lot of it is also what, if you want happiness, a lot of time is when you speak to gurus and to people who, who work in this field, meditation comes up quite a lot. Okay, yeah. Meditation is is kind of massive. So with meditation, you can do it in different ways, really. I think sometimes it's kind of breath work, mm-hmm. breathing techniques, you know, 7-11 square breathing, breathing yeah, for yeah. four, breathe out for four, uh, progressive muscle relaxation, where you can tense each yeah. part of your body. So one is breath work. Secondly is visualization yeah okay close your eyes visualize the beach you know you're floating and everything's cool do you do that with yourself no. or
0: do it with no, clients? No, well, well
1: i do with clients yeah, quite yeah, a yeah. lot because yeah. especially when it comes to trauma yeah i do that quite a lot if you're feeling triggered yeah. you're traumatized with first stage of trauma recovery it's about feeling safe yeah. so i always talk about you know what is your safe place is it your home or is it some of the location yeah. also when it comes to feeling safe is you know what object when you look at it does it make you feel safe does it what because then it uh, grounds you okay yeah. what kind yeah. of uh, grounding technique and also uh, The visualization is quite important. Close your eyes because it's about feeling safe. It's about, you know, you're on the beach or you're you're in the Bahamas or Man United have won the quadruple, right? You know, that's the visualization. That's a dream, isn't it? Uh, So things like that that make you feel happy, that make you feel safe. Yeah. So, and the third part is kind of mantra. You know, you can say things in the meditation. You can, and sometimes people do it from a religious perspective. I mean, if I look at my dad, you know, you know, he might not use all these words, meditation, mindfulness, but he prays five times a day. Yeah. Okay. Some people will kind of use worship, religion, you know, that works for them. Yeah. Okay. So the important thing is asking yourself, what's gonna give you that peace of mind? Yeah. Because sometimes you can have a car, you can have well, we speak to a lot of clients, they're saying, I've got everything that you can imagine. Yeah. I've got a Mercedes, I've got a mansion, I've got everything, but I'm not happy okay that's yeah. because there's no self-compassion that's because there's anxiety that's because there's fear that's because there's insecurity that's because there's no self-esteem that's um, and and you can have everything in the world that's material yeah but if you don't have these requirements
0: if it's not coming from within yeah
1: yeah so then what happens is is that when you have a setback what do you do you're not resilient and then when you're anxious you start overthinking it's like Catastrophizing. So the key thing now is also it's about focusing on things in your control. Okay, and we talk about self compassion, being kind to yourself. And I think in one of the earlier podcasts, you know, we talked about positive affirmations. Yeah, I, yeah. Can, I think yeah, you remember that one. Yeah. That's quite important. Okay, you know, saying things about yourself. How often do we kind of say to you? You might say I bet in your day to a lot of people, "Oh, you did well there." But I mean, yeah, yeah, you said you did well today. Hundred or, times. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But how many times do you say it to yourself?
0: Minus three.
1: Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so I think the thing is, you can do it in different ways. Yeah. You can write it down. Yeah. Okay. Or you can stand in a mirror, do your hair, put your makeup on, do what you do. Right. I'm is that kind. What you do? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying not to put makeup on, but uh, I'm kind. Yes. I'm caring. I'm amazing. You know. I'm hardworking. You know. Uh, I've got a few written down here actually. Uh,
0: Are these your affirmations? No, I, I kind of Google these.
1: Yeah. It's uh, I am resilient. My voice matters. I can do this. I am a work in progress. I'm in charge of my choices. You know, uh, I'm beautiful. I'm hardworking. I'm smart. I like me. I'm enough. Yeah. So these kind of things, the more you say them, what's going to happen? That self-worth, that self-belief, that self-esteem, that self-respect will grow. Okay.
0: With, with these as well, do you, so if someone is uncomfortable, so I'm someone that's uncomfortable with, with saying that, feel a bit silly doing that. I mean, sometimes I'm like, come on, Kaylee, you can do this. So what I've just started with my other half is we tell each other things that we like about each other, that we find attractive in another or that we're really grateful within one another, you know, for, about one another. And, it, and it's to push me to feel uncomfortable, you know, but feel comfortable in that discomfort. Um, you know, when he's saying things to my face that are like a list of 10 things that he loves about me or 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 whatever, and I'm like, oh, and it's easier to say it back, but he makes a conscious effort of getting us to sit down and do that quite regularly. And over time it's less uncomfortable. Um, you know, we've gone through periods of time of not doing that and then just started doing it recently again. And I feel this like surge of joy, like joy and happiness, you know, like almost like um we're falling for each other again. You know, like that nice stage at the beginning. Um, and I feel 10 times happier as a result of that. Yeah. So if you are uncomfortable talking to yourself in they're all writing those things down yourself, maybe try it with someone that you bounce off every single day anyway. Just shift the conversations. You obviously, you know, with your loved ones, you might talk all the time, but have a focused yeah. conversation on these things. And
1: the question is, then you go a bit more deeper, why do you feel uncomfortable?
0: Yeah. yeah. What's, the insecure,
1: what's, the, <laughs> what's the insecurity there? What yeah. is it that you're afraid of? Yeah. What is it that you don't like about yourself? So yeah. That's when you go really deeper. Yeah. Okay. And then you realize that, you know, the person that you live, that your partner, you know, your, your wife, your husband, they love you for who you are. Yeah. Okay. And I think the positive affirmation, what they'll do is because sometimes it goes back to childhood. You know, the conditions of worth, if you've always been told you're not good enough. you are always been told that, you know, uh, that your love is, you know, it's not unconditional. Yeah. It's con- You do well, you get this. If you don't do well. Mm-hmm. So then, that then people then take that into the adult life and they be perfectionists. Yeah. They want to kind of make sure, if you know, they'll realize that for me to, for people to like me, I have to be perfect if I get it wrong. So then what happens is they, they sacrifice their needs puts everyone else's needs first, but then that turns to burnout, that turns to low self-esteem. Yeah. And that also then what happens is then you can't say no. Then you yeah. become a very passive person. Yeah. Okay. And then people walk all over you, then your boundaries become weak. And then you know and that's also becomes like a trauma response as well. So I think the key thing here is to say to yourself is, you know, get used if you don't want to say it, it might sound a bit odd. Yeah. Write it down. One day every day, write down a strength. Write down an achievement. Write one thing that you like about yourself. Go back to the gratitude. Like, put it right down, put in a box. Yeah. And then in a month, two months, three months, and you look at all these things that you've wrote about yourself, you think, whoa, okay, that's me. Okay.
0: And that might fill in the gaps as well where you think you're constantly chasing something that you think is happiness. And actually, when you reflect back on all these things that you wrote down every day, like your happiness was being, you were being fulfilled every day by these bits and these feelings and these interactions that you had. And that kind of, you know, like retrospectively like, well, I need to stop chasing for that next thing that I think is happiness. It might actually just be perfection that's unattainable. Um, and actually I've got a lot to be thankful for and a lot to be grateful for and a lot to be happy about.
1: That's a good point yeah. because because we see that in a lot a lot of clients. Yeah, They're always chasing yeah. the next big thing. Yeah. that's because that they think is going to be exactly. happiness. Because yeah. something is missing. Yeah. What, what is missing? Okay. And sometimes it could be the lack of self-esteem. Sometimes yeah. it could be that, you know, lack of self-compassion. Sometimes it could be the values, you know, they're not sure or, or they need to work on. Sometimes it's kind of self-care. Sometimes they might neglect themselves and they put everyone else in need. And sometimes it could be that, you know, there's a lack of, you know, they're anxious. Okay. And sometimes it's that, you know, they don't know what they want. Okay. Yeah. So I think with happiness, I think the important thing to say is it's different for everyone but I think asking yourself what makes me happy, okay? Short term, but what makes me happy, you know, uh, long term, but also in terms of happiness, when I look at my happiness, you know, what is it based on, okay? Uh, And how am I going to get there, okay? So going back to, you know, uh, the floor chart, it's about kind of saying, right, let me look at my skills, and let me look at my challenges, and let me look at you know, and a lot of the times what we kind of forget is we forget to do the basics. Yeah. Okay. And I think self-care here is massive. You know, I mean, every time we talk about self-care, but self-care sometimes we think is selfish. So we don't really think, you know, we'll, we'll, and I think something interesting I heard the other day as well when I was listening to something is what we do is we won't tolerate if someone else was, oh, you're not having a shower or you haven't washed your hair or or you do an 18-hour shift. You know, we don't want them to go through it. But i all right. Okay. Yeah so, we're, yeah. so we're okay to kind of suffer ourselves, And we're okay to kind of, you know, uh, put everyone else's needs first. But then we forget about ourselves. Soon as you start to neglect your self-care, that's when your mental health starts to deteriorate. That's when you start recognizing you start being angry. You start kind of being anxious. You start overthinking. You start being, you know, and then you start being irritable. And then you kind of get in that shell. And then, yeah. so that's why self-care is massive. I mean, self-care is massive. Gratitude is massive. Self-compassion is massive. You know, you kind of focusing on your strengths and achievements is massive. Recognizing, you know, what your skills are and what your gaps are is massive. Mm-hmm. Meditation is huge. Okay. So all these things, if you put them together, you've got a chance of being happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. yeah. And so so it's not a quick fix. Okay. It's looking at, you know, doing something every day. Yeah. Doing something on a regular basis. Like for me, what makes me happy? You know I like I was said just earlier. about to ask you that. Yeah. You've stolen
0: my line there. Good one, Tash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, yeah. What is, what is your? Yeah, because
1: definition? I spend a lot of, in my life. I spend a lot of time kind of doing things which I enjoy doing. Yeah, it's a passion. But then it's kind of sharing it to everyone. Okay. Yeah. So, for example, I've done. Like a magazine, when I was younger, like an editor for about 10, 15 years, we talk about social issues. Yeah. Doing it free on a voluntary basis. Why? Because that's my contribution to kind of, you know, help people in my community. Okay. Football coaching, same thing. Yeah. I, I've, I've done shows on the radio for many times, but yeah. month of Ramadan's coming around the corner. Okay. Of course, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I always do, you know, a, a show on there and, and, and we talk about all the social issues.
0: You do stuff like this as well, you know. You- yeah. Yeah. You are, very, I feel like, very fortunate to have a job that you are so, so. there's so many people out there that are not passionate about their jobs. And yeah. you, you do it, you, uh, yeah. you, you get paid for it, but then you do all these other things to share your knowledge and, that's and your what love.
1: happiness is. You've got a passion and you want to share it. And if you, if you have a, because I used to work before, I didn't used to like my job for a long time. Mm-hmm. Now, if you can imagine what can be more better than doing a job that you enjoy, Yeah, that's passion. And, and, and we haven't really gone into detail today about work. Because when we talk about happiness, if you're in a job that's not happy, you're in a job you're not appreciated, mm-hmm. you're in a, a job that you, that you kind of, there's too much to do, okay, and there's not any appreciation, what's going to happen? It's going to have an impact on, you, on your physical, mental health. So then it's about looking at that work, am I passionate about it, you know, does that work give me a break? Does that work, do people appreciate me? Do I enjoy what I'm doing? Do I b- believe in the philosophy of the organization? And what am I getting out of it? What is it doing to my physical mental health? Yeah. And, and, and what I always say with work is, it's not just about you don't like it, you leave it. It's about perspective. It's about mindset, okay? Yeah. And I think here it's about the growth mindset, yeah. okay? I don't know if we're running out of time, but, uh, but I think one of <laughs> the last point minutes, which I'll yeah. mention is, yeah. the growth mindset is quite massive. Because when you look at the growth mindset, is look at what you can do. Not what you can't. Because some people say, you know what? It is what it is. I ain't going to get better. Let's just plod along. It no. It's about getting the best out of yourself by hard work. By changing the way you're thinking. You're making a mistake. You learn from it. You're getting feedback. As long as it's constructive, you're going to learn from it. And I think with the growth mindset also, it's about asking yourself. You know, if you've gone through anything in life, you see the challenge. And you ask yourself, what am I learning about myself from this experience? Rather than letting this experience you know, using that experience to beat myself up or put myself down, what have I learned about myself? What is it about me that needs to change? And what is it about me that I need to do next? If you can do that on everything, then you won't blame yourself. You won't blame anyone else. You won't feel sorry for yourself. What you'll do is you'll learn from that experience. Okay, you know it's not permanent like we talked about before. And then you look, okay, what do I need to to focus on my self-care? Do I need to kind of have a better routine? Do I need to be more kind to myself? Yeah. Do I need to be more control of my emotions? Do I need to have more fun? Do I need to go on holiday? Do I need to take you know, a lot more breaks, et cetera, et cetera? Yeah. Okay? If you can do that and you adopt that growth mindset, because part of it is called post-traumatic growth. Something traumatic's happen, How can I use that trauma not to let it eat me up, but no, how can I use that trauma to get the best version of myself out there, okay? And if you can do that, you're going to be happy, aren't you?
0: Oh, God, I feel like I'm pumped up now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to write 16 gratitude journals and I get out of here, all positive, Saj. Well, I think, can you believe how fast that time's gone? on? And I know that you could talk for another yeah, two hours. I've only got going, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, in a nutshell, I mean... There's so many arms of of, of finding happiness, but there's there's a few key takeaways. You know, from from my perspective, it's self compassion, self care, breaking down um, what feeds. You know, what you're grateful for, um, being kind to yourself in the way that you're kind to, to, to others. These are, you know, key ways to feed into what happiness is and happiness isn't perfection. Perfection isn't real. Perfection is unattainable. It's about being grateful for what you've, what you've got or what you could do just to get, you know, a little bit more of joy and, 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 and um, a, appreciation out of life. I think there's so much that I've taken away. From this, I'm sure people that are listening have made a, made a few notes as well. Um, and
1: what I would say is, is that you know, last words which <laughs> yeah. is which is you know, look into the subject, yeah, yeah, look, yeah. research it. Because if you kind of to go onto YouTube and finding happiness, you know, oh,
0: millions, of millions, things, millions yeah, of things yeah. come yeah. out
1: there. I actually watched this uh, podcast, uh, Diary of a CEO, oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: amazing. And, and he's done about 110 episodes and he always interviews. The best people on there, yeah, okay? Yeah. So if you want to know about happiness, that's just one podcast. It's the
0: same kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, ours a bit better, <laughs> but you know. Uh, but
1: I think, you know, look into a subject, research it, understand it. Just yeah. like anything, if you have a better understanding of it, you'll know what it is and yeah. you'll know what you need to improve on. And it's all about improvement. If you keep improving on a daily, weekly basis, you know, it's doing... Oh, i won't go into any of the points but i think it's it's doing something on a regular basis if you yes, do that making
0: it ha- habitual. You change. and you know if anyone here is has got access to health for short, if you don't know where to start call call up the counselor the counselor i mean maybe you'll get through to sag uh, <laughs> if you're lucky um and um a counselor can just help you know, almost, you know, like metaphorically, take you by the shoulders, hold you still for a moment and go, right, let's just look at everything. You think, you know, you don't know where to start with finding things, let's let's help you get exploring one avenue of what happiness looks like for you. And it might not work the first time and that's fine, but that's what the likes of us, you know, we're here for, um, to help you kind of make sense of that. Again, because you might over-research and over-educate yourself and go, I still don't know what's right. So accounts will be able to put things into perspective and go, well, Let's explore this. That, okay, that's not where... Let's explore this and help set you on, you know, a bit more of a structured path if you feel like there's stuff flying around all over the place. Maybe ask for Saj if you do call up. Be very good at helping you. Okay. Well, Saj, it's been a pleasure as always. Thank yeah. you so much. Are we going to do, do this again? Or we- <laughs> oh, 100%. You're my series regular in every single round of them. No,
1: no I, I, I've enjoyed it. And I think it's a very important topic. Yeah. But... I love having conversations with you in it so,
0: You see, you make me happy, Saj <laughs> Thank you Cool, brilliant